Welcome back to Two Sisters on a TV, the classic TV podcast, which celebrates and remembers all things and everything classic TV. We realized that uh, the last time that we got together, we talked about the um, anniversary of The Ed Sullivan Show, which debuted on June the 20th, 1948 on CBS. Well, we realized that we missed another milestone within TV history from uh, about four months ago. So we decided to come on and catch up with that today. And uh, that milestone was the final episode of MASH, which aired on February the 28th, 1983. So yeah, we're a little bit behind with this. Now, as I said before, I could never get into MASH growing up. Definitely tried and tried again. Um, I did get to the point where I knew all of the primary characters and the actors and actresses who played them. But I just could never get into the show for whatever reason. However, um, and I can't get into MASH now either. But I will say that I have always had a lot of respect for the show. And I've always respected what it brought, what it has brought and continues to bring to the television landscape. So doing this episode is definitely a must. Now my sister was able to connect with MASH a little better than than me. Um, But... uh, we wanted to jump on today and bring this episode to you because, like I said, it's, it's important to acknowledge that unforgettable moment within TV history. And it's really unfortunate that we don't have moments like this in television anymore because people just don't watch TV that way anymore. I mean, all the cable channels and, of course, you have all of, you know, the... You have, Prime, Hulu, Netflix, and so people just do not watch TV together anymore. Everyone is scattered and split apart and separate when it comes to watching TV these days. Of course, there's also YouTube. So uh, this is something that we'll never see the likes of again. The entire country coming together to watch the final episode of a TV show. Now, to this day, the last episode of MASH is still the most highest rated television uh, episode in TV history. Now, we're talking about um, episodic television. We're not talking about special events like the Super Bowl uh, or miniseries, like, for example, Roots. We're talking about a TV series, a weekly TV series. When it comes to that, MASH, its last episode, still holds that record. Now, in 2010, the Super Bowl that year eclipsed MASH in regard to being the most watched TV program ever with, I believe, 106 million viewers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't watch Super Bowl on a regular basis. I watch it on occasion. Depends a lot on who the half show is, who the, who's, who's performing, and of course the teams who are playing. But yeah, they had that particular Super Bowl in 2010 had 106.5 million viewers. So yeah, that broke MASH's record. But when it comes again to, like I said, TV series, um, specifically, MASH still continues to hold that lead, that title. I remember when Seinfeld ended back in 1998, everyone was like, oh, Seinfeld's going to break the, you know, the record held by MASH. But, you know, it did not. People said the same thing when Lost ended, when Friends ended, you know, but again, did not happen. Now, of course, those finales did have big ratings. 
but not big as the last episode of MASH. The amount of people who watched MASH was 105 million people with a total audience of 21.6 million. It was actually 105.97 million people who watched the last episode of MASH that night. Now, when MASH was preparing for this final episode, it was all over the media. I mean, you couldn't escape it. And although I could never get into the show, I watched, we watched in our house the last episode. Couldn't help but watch the last episode of MASH because, I mean, for one thing, you want to see how it all turned out. And then, of course, like I said, the media blitz was just so phenomenal. Well, you kind of wanted to be a part of that, or I know that, you know, I did. So uh, we definitely watched it that night. No regrets. It was two and a half hours and it was very, very heartwarming, a real tearjerker, very touching. Um, My favorite scene of the whole, uh, you know, episode, which was like two and a half hours long, was when Hot Lips and Hawkeye were saying goodbye to one another. They had this super, super long, passionate kiss. And then afterwards, all they basically did was, you know, say, bye, see ya. The kiss definitely, through that kiss, they said everything they needed and wanted to say to one another. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. So to this day, that's still my favorite scene from the episode. Now, you don't see the finale of MASH being shown very often. MASH is on MeTV. It's on, I believe, six, seven nights a week. Um, seven o'clock Eastern, I believe, six Central. And MASH has not been off of MeTV, and I don't even know when. It's been on there for eons, literally. But they do not show the last episode very often. It's shown basically, like, I think they show it on Veterans Day. Um, They did show it back in February when it was 40 years old, when the uh, episode aired 40 years ago. But they don't show it very often in uh, reruns. I don't know if it's on YouTube or not. I haven't checked. Of course, the entire series is available on DVD as far as I know. So if you definitely want to acquire that last episode, you can do it. But anyway, a little bit of backstory on MASH. Of course, as you know, uh, a lot of you know, MASH, of course, comes from the movie, which was released in 1970, starring Donald Sutherland and Fred Williamson and Sally Kellerman and Elliot Gould. And also Gary Berghoff, who was the only cast member to go from the movie to the TV show. The movie was so successful, of course, it was about, you know, life um, in the Korean War. And um, the movie was so successful that they decided to turn it into a TV series. It made its debut in the fall of 1972 over on CBS. Now, a lot of people don't realize this, but in the first season, MASH did not do that great in the ratings. It pretty much did a lot of floundering you know it was pretty low within the ratings in that in that first season but when it was switched over to Saturday nights that's when everything began to change all of a sudden MASH began to get an audience began to get attention and of course it became a huge success and it ended up becoming a top 10 show for basically the rest of its run Then they switched it over to Monday nights and stayed there until it came to an end in 1983. Of course, the show won multiple Emmys, you know, multiple Emmy wins, multiple Emmy nominations. I must say, though, that the episode when Henry Blake is killed, um, that's one episode I have watched in its entirety. 
And um, I don't know, one night it was, it was weird. This was all oh, well over 10 years ago. My sister were and I, my sister and I were really late and they were showing a MASH marathon. I think it was on TV land. And she wanted to watch it. And I was like, really, you want to watch MASH? <laughs> Maybe I should just go. <laughs> Maybe I should just go to bed. She's like, no, 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 no. Let's watch it. You need to watch MASH every now and then. I'm like, okay, whatever. And uh, this is one of the episodes that was shown. And, um, you know, of course, the backstory to that, McLean, McLean Stevenson, McLean Stevenson, don't want to bungle the gentleman's name, decided to leave the show. He wanted to move on to Greener Pastors. And, of course, that was a decision that he ended up regretting later on because his career was never the same after he left MASH. But um, he was his decision to leave the show. And um, the producers decided to, I don't, the word has it that they were mad at him for leaving and they decided to kill off his character to make sure he couldn't come back. That was kind of a spiteful, vindictive move. I don't know if if that's true or not. That's just something that I've heard and read about through the years. I've also heard where they decided to kill off Henry Blake to show what war is really like, how cruel and how ugly it really is. But I remember when, you know, Radar came into the operating room and this was the last episode of the 1974-75 season and Radar looked completely shell-shocked and he, you know, read the, you know, telegram about the plane had been shot down, there were no survivors and the way, the, just the way that the, the cast members looked, I mean, it was brilliantly written acted and directed. I mean, I was absolutely blown away. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And so whenever I happen to run across that episode or run across the ending of it, I mean, it gets me every time. And it did definitely show what a good show MASH always was. I mean, uh, you know, MASH definitely, um, phenomenal show. Absolutely. I've, I, like I said earlier, I've had enormous respect for it. And some of the episodes, I know that people, uh, like my brother-in-law loves MASH. Um, Our uncle, one of our uncles loved MASH. Uh, One of our neighbors, former neighbors, loved MASH. And so I know a lot about the show from talking to, you know, fans of it. But uh, I know that um, our old neighbor, he told us about how it became really more preachy as it got into the 80s. Because Alan Alda really began to have a bigger hand in the show. The laugh track was gone. More of the episodes uh, had a serious tone. Um, He was doing a lot of the writing and producing and directing and, of course, acting in it. And so a lot of people think that that period was just a little bit too, like I said, dark. A little bit too, like I said, preachy. A lot of people prefer the early days, the days of... Um, Trapper John and Henry Blake and Frank Burns. Um, but you know, I take their word for it. You know, I, I, anyone who's a fan of MASH, whatever they tell me, you know, I agree with because I know that you know they know more about it than I do. But anyway, by 1982, MASH had been on for 10 years, and the Korean War only lasted for three years. 1950 to 1953 and so MASH had been on for 10 years by that point and it was decided that that would be the final season of MASH. Alan Alda in particular really wanted the show to go ahead and come to a close to go out on top, go out with a bang and um, so the 1982-83 season would be the last. Uh, 
And like I said, the hoopla surrounding the last episode of MASH and its ending, again, was absolutely unbelievable. Um, I mean, like I said, I decided, I said, well, hey, you know, I definitely want to watch this. I want to see how it all turns out. And it didn't disappoint. Like I said, it was really a good episode. And I mean, it it holds up well. MASH holds up very, very well. It's one of those TV shows that's not dated. It holds up well. And so does the finale. The title of the episode was Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. And basically, Alan Alda directed the um, last episode. I did not know that until doing research for this episode. We were not aware that he directed it. Not very surprised, though. Um, Eight writers collaborated to get this episode written. And, of course, the final days of the Korean War are depicted and the effects of the war upon everyone who, you know, was over there, as well as the individual storylines were all wrapped up as well as the characters themselves where, you know, they were all, you know, talking about where they were going to go back to, where they were going, what they were going to do, what their plans are, what their plans were. And so following the ceasefire, everyone had a big party and they took down the camp. And then of course they went their separate ways. And of course, who could forget that last scene as Hawkeye's leaving in the helicopter and BJ had written out in rocks to him goodbye. Definitely a tearjerker. Like I said, I really, really liked the finale um, at the time, back in 1983. Um, I haven't seen it in... Um, well, last time I saw the finale, I can't rem- I can't even tell you when it was. It's been a long time ago. I did see a reel of the very, very last scene a couple of days ago on YouTube. Um, and that's actually how I was reminded of the fact that we missed that 40th anniversary. But uh, again, definitely a tearjerker. They did a great job with uh, how it all came together. And a show like MASH needed to end on a high note like this. It needed to have a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour finale. Everything wrapped up, everything, all the loose ends tied up, everything really brought together. They did a wonderful, superb job on it. That's the way a TV show is supposed to end. They definitely set the standard. But anyway, CBS really, really took advantage of the situation with MASH's ending. I mean, the commercial blocks for that night went as high as $450,000, which is equal to over a million dollars in today's money. Um, They really made sure that they put, like I said, a lot of attention out there. And and like I said, it was all in the papers. It was all in on TV, everywhere you looked, you were hearing about or reading about the last episode of MASH. So CBS really did a good job with promotion. It was just, it was superb. But anyway, uh, over uh, out in San Francisco, now they had some problems the night that the MASH finale aired. They had some pretty stormy weather that caused several power outages. So a lot of people, either they missed the whole finale or they missed the beginning of it. Some people missed like the first half hour, the first hour. There were angry phone calls coming in right and left to the CBS affiliate in San Francisco. And it was a pretty ugly scene. There was a big party. Everyone was dressed up in their MASH costumes and MASH decor. And they were really upset because they couldn't see the finale. Um, you know, the reception would kind of, it would, you know, they would have a picture, then it would go out. It would come back, it would go out. But I think they got to see the uh, the ending of it, but it was still very sporadic. They didn't get to see the entire episode all the way through. So it was really spotty. So as a result of that, um, the affiliate reran the last episode on the 21st of March. 
Uh, I saw an article about that in one of the papers, I think it was in the New York Times, talking about how it was for the people over out in San Francisco, in the San Francisco area, and what they went through to watch the finale and, and all the ups and downs that they went through due to the bad weather. But fortunately, like I said, they were able to watch it in its entirety just a couple of weeks later. Now, following MASH, um, I don't know if a lot of you remember this, but after MASH made its debut, I believe the very same year, 1983. Now, funny thing, I watched after MASH for a while. Uh, after MASH showed basically what it was like for um, Klinger and Potter and Father Mulcahy. Father Mulcahy. I, I'm hoping that I am pronouncing his. I always did bungle his last name. Um, it showed what it was like for them after the Korean War ended and they were basically back, you know, and, you know, just living regular lives after the end of the war. None of the other cast members wanted to be involved with Aftermath, which just these three, Jamie Farr, William Christopher and Harry Morgan. The show didn't do too bad in the ratings in the beginning. Like I watched it, I liked it. It was really unique seeing them not in a, uh, you know, in a war camp. And not seeing them in the middle of the Korean War. It was really unique seeing them just basically just living life outside of, you know, as regular civilians. So it was really unique in the beginning. And like I said, the ratings were good at one point. But there were a lot of, you know, arguments and there were differing opinions and controversies regarding the writing and the scripts. And so as a result, the show was renewed for a second season in 1984, but it ended in 1985 after two seasons. They were also going to um, do a pilot about Radar, Gary Berghoff's character in 1984 called Walter. You know, that was uh, Radar's first name. Um, And unfortunately, although they shot the pilot, it was not picked up. Now, actually, something about the finale of MASH I did not know either. Uh, The finale was not the last show filmed of MASH. Now, a lot of people just assume that that was the final episode that was filmed, but it was not. Uh, The final episode that was actually filmed of MASH was the episode As Time Goes By, where that's the episode where the time capsule, uh, it includes the time capsule burial scene. I haven't seen the episode, but um, I'm sure a lot of you who are avid viewers of the show, you definitely know what episode it is I'm talking about. But uh, there was a lot of really good footage on Entertainment Tonight at the time. Uh, they went behind the scenes uh, to be on set as Mass was, you know, wrapping up. And uh, you might want to check out YouTube and see if, if that footage is over there. But it was really fascinating to watch, to see how it was behind the scenes, um, the atmosphere, the, you know, everyone's, you know, basic general mood and how emotional it was on set. Uh, very unforgettable. So again, check YouTube and see if uh, that entertainment tonight footage is available because of course this was all shot in late 1982 and uh, it's great to see if you haven't seen it before. It's really fascinating to watch. But uh, yeah, like I said, the last episode of MASH, like I said, it still like I said, uh, holds that record of being the most watched television series episode in TV history. Now, just three years earlier, who shot JR on Dallas, it was holding the record. The record was originally held by the last episode of The Fugitive, which ran, aired rather, on August the 29th, 1967. It held that record for 13 years. 
Then in 1980, after the Who Shot JR reveal on November the 21st, 1980, well, Dallas broke the record of the fugitive. And then, of course, in February 1983, MASH broke Dallas's record. And again, like I said, MASH still holds the record today, 40 years later, and I'm sure they will always hold that record going forward. But I must say, it's an honor that is rightfully deserved. Because, like I said, every TV show should wrap up as brilliantly as MASH did. Again, MASH is shown on MeTV seven days a week, if I'm not mistaken. I know six days a week for sure, but I think it's also seven days that they moved it to seven days. That's just how popular that it is. MASH still has a huge loyal following. Very popular series. Very respected. Very beloved. Um, Again, it's on MeTV. It is on, like I said, I believe seven days a week. You can definitely check to see what times it's on on the weekends. I know uh, during the week, Monday through Friday, it's on, again, like I said, 7 Eastern, 6 Central. They show two episodes back to back. And uh, again, the entire series is available on DVD. I'm sure it's also on Blu-ray. And there have been a couple of MASH reunions down through the years. I think some of those are on YouTube. And uh, yeah, so check YouTube. Like I said, uh, lots of good stuff, I'm sure, over there in regard to to MASH. And I'm sure the finale is over there as well. But yeah, we may have been four months late, but we are happy that we were able to get this episode brought to you as we celebrate and pay homage to the 40th anniversary of the finale of MASH. We did say we we're going to stay in the 70s, which we kind of are because MASH was on most of the 70s. It was on the bulk of the decade. But we'll be back with a straight up 70s episode next time. Thank you for joining us today as we took a look back at MASH in its last episode. Thank you for subscribing and following us over on Spotify. Don't forget to smash that follow button so you can stay in tune with us and we can stay in tune with all of you. Thank you for your reviews and ratings over on Apple Podcasts, where we have that five-star review. Thank you again for your support of Two Sisters in the TV, and thank you for your time, and thank you for joining us today. We will see you in the next episode, and again, thanks so much for being a part of Two Sisters and a TV.